Welcome into another episode of From the Pink Seats Podcast, continuing on our four-part series of looking at the season and review of Louisville football. Uh, we are welcomed by a very special guest. We are um, accompanied by former offensive quality control coach and current, as of a week ago, quarterbacks coach, Pete Thomas. Coach, how are you doing today? Doing all right. How are you guys doing? We're doing fine. Now, before we get into the interview, I, I got to ask you, how, how does that promotion feel? I mean, it's only been a week. Spring practice hasn't started yet, but like, has it, has it truly kicked in yet that uh, you've reached this spot? Uh, it, it's been a lot different. It's been a lot different. I think it has kicked in, but it'll probably really kick in once we uh, start spring ball. But obviously, uh, I mean, I'm very excited about it and uh, been, been working for this opportunity for a long time. So. Absolutely. And for those who don't know, spring practice is just what, about two weeks away. It starts on February 8th. So yep, it's, it's just around the corner. And uh, first question I have, obviously you're, you're well-versed in coaching. You're well-versed from a quarterback standpoint. You played for three different uh, college uh, college programs. You played, you had a little stint in the, the arena football with Los Angeles kiss. So when it comes to coaching, you're, you have a pretty well-developed acumen, but you mentioned in your introductory press conference that the one thing that's going to be kind of new to you would be the recruiting aspect. So I, I know it's only been a week you've been full-time as the QB coach, but uh, what, how, what are you looking specifically for when it comes to the recruiting aspect of uh, your new day-to-day uh, job? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I've been around recruiting in college football for a long time, but uh, the last four years, just been assisting different coaches that I've worked for. Um, but now, obviously, that I'm the quarterback coach, you, you take on an added responsibility in recruiting. Um, and it's really just a 24-7 thing, going out, identifying kids, um, talking to high school coaches, and really just building relationships with these kids is the most important thing. Just a it. quick, yeah, quick follow-up to that real quick. Um with uh, having a relatively thin quarterback room this year, obviously going into the class of 2022, QB is going to be a pretty big need for the yep. university. So Definitely. what what is something that you are looking for specifically when you're evaluating a prospect? What's one of the first things you look at and say, okay, this is someone that I think could benefit my program? You just got to get the right type of kid, I think. Uh, there's a lot of talented kids out there, but you got to find the right type of kid. Uh, you want a kid that's a leader. Obviously, at the quarterback position, you have to be a leader first and foremost. Um, ideally, you'd want a kid that's a team captain. Uh, I think that's a big uh, reflection on their leadership abilities. Um, and then once you get into it, I mean, you, you want a guy that's an accurate passer. Uh, you want a guy that has a strong arm. Um, they got to have some mobility to play in this offense. Speaking of the the offense and, and everything on the field, I want to talk about last season a little bit. I think that as Matt and I have, have recapped 2020, uh, just about every nook and cranny of the season, the big storyline is turnovers with the yep. offense and just how the football uh, constantly felt like was being given to the other team. Um, as you know, the quarterback tends to take the blame for that, even though it's not always a quarterback problem. But um, the, the big storyline for the offense was Malik Cunningham and the interception and fumbles kind of increasing. Uh, in your mind, as you kind of plan next season, what, what do you plan to kind of bring to help Malik uh, as far as taking a step forward into being a quarterback who really values and takes care of the football? Yeah, I think, I think the big thing is just – consciously making an effort to take care of the football. Uh, obviously, turnovers are going to happen. It's part of the game, but you got to do everything you can to limit those turnovers. Um, so whether it's turnover circuits during practice, pre-practice, post-practice, um, two, hands on, two hands on the ball in the pocket, tucking it away uh, when you've already gotten 25 yards downfield and had a great run, tucking it away and just not turning the ball over once you already made a good play. Uh, but, yeah, turnovers are huge for us, and ho- hopefully we can 
limit those turnovers. Um, I mean, we've already started doing it, and we'll work every day during spring ball, fall camp, to uh, to really limit those turnovers during the season. Yeah, and Malik enters his uh, final season uh, and is obviously a very experienced player. Um, you know, you're stepping into the role of somebody who's been here for a few years and has a good relationship with him. How do you think that relationship that you and Malik have now will help him in his final season uh, and you in your first season in these new spots? Uh, like you said, I mean, I've been here two years, so I obviously have a relationship with Malik and Conley and really everybody on the team, but uh, especially those guys. Uh, and I think it'd be very beneficial. Obviously, it helps me. I mean, my first year having a two, three-year starter at quarterback that is very, very talented. Um, and it's his in, in his case, and really all the quarterbacks' case, I think it'll help having a, a guy that uh, a little younger, um, played the position, know what it's like, uh, know what he's going through on a day-to-day basis. Uh, so I think we will work very, very well together, and I know we're both very excited about it. And obviously the conversation when you talk about the quarterback at Louisville this season, it starts with Malik Cunningham. There's no question. I mean, he's he's more than likely, I assume, going to be the starter heading into the 2021 season. Right. But yeah. while while it's a thin room, there's still some some pretty solid athletes in that room. Yeah. I mean, Evan Conley didn't get a whole bunch of reps in 2020, but we saw in 2019 that when he did get significant playing time when Malik was out, he he was a baller. He he had plenty right. of like uh, highlight type moments. I mean, he had the he had the game winner against Wake. He threw an absolute bomb on his first play from scrimmage against Western Kentucky, and then also signing coming in joining the program this year. We've got T.J. Lewis, which is a tremendous athlete. He's, he would yep. probably uh, try and vie for one of the fastest players on the team when he when he gets on no campus. Doubt. And and he and you guys are bringing in a couple of quality walk ons. One of which is from your hometown. Yeah. So yep. what what are you looking for specifically? for the rest of the guys in order to bring up the overall competition in the QB room? Well, I think just, I mean, having more guys and like you said, we have a lot of talented players. Obviously Malik's our, our starter, but Evan Conley is right on his heels. He's a great player, a great leader for us. Um, and he does everything you want just as Malik. Um, so, I mean, yes, Malik's a starter, but obviously it'll be uh, a competition. Um, Evan's right on his heels and we'll, keep doing him and Malik's going to keep doing what he does. Um, but our whole program is about competition. Um, right now we only got three quarterbacks on the roster um, in spring ball and they're going to be competing with themselves, compete with each other every single day. And then in the summer, TJ Lewis will get here and we'll add another walk-on, another local walk-on. Um, so we'll have five, five, maybe six going uh, into fall camp. And it's just all about competing with themselves every single day but also compete with each other every single day. Um, but it's a great room, obviously led by Malik and then Evans right behind him. Um, but they got a great relationship and uh, looking forward to seeing them compete during spring ball. What have some of the preliminary discussions been like with those new guys, with TJ Lewis and uh, Tyler Jensen and Nathan McElroy? How, what, what have those conversations been like in order to get them prepared for eventually arriving to campus? Well, obviously Tyler's here right now. He got here what, two or three weeks ago. Uh, so he's just getting his feet wet in college football. Uh, he's a long way from home, which I mean, I, I am too being from San Diego, but uh, we kind of had the instant connection being from San Diego, which I mean, probably eased his mind a little bit. Um, he's doing great working hard, just uh, diving into the offense and workouts. And it's a lot different for those freshmen. Um, and then obviously TJ Lewis and Nathan will be here um, in the fall. And I've had conversations with those guys. And once I got the job, just calling to introduce myself and everything and uh, really looking forward to getting those guys here. 
And one more question on, on Malik Cunningham before we kind of move on to the end of the, the interview here. But, um, you know, obviously last season he played extremely well when he was yeah. uh, taking care of the football. I mean, his numbers across the board, I, I read them off a couple of weeks ago, and it's like, wow, man, that's top ACC numbers. Yeah. Um, yeah. As a quarterback's coach, what is kind of your number one thing that you want to see him grow this year aside from taking care of the football? Because that's pretty obvious. But as you watch the film and you see him play, you're like, man, Malik, if you can add this to your game, we're going to be able to elevate the offense, you know, to an exponentially new level here yeah I mean obviously he's very 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 athletic um and can make plays outside the pocket uh we all know that he shows that every single week um but I think just sitting in the pocket going through his reads making the correct reads um and delivering the ball where something that he can improve on and really take that next step um and we've talked about that we've had conversations about it um and he wants to do whatever he can to improve on that area uh, so if I had to pinpoint one thing, um, it would be that because watching the cutups with him and everything from last season, when he does that, he is very, very, very good. I mean, he's a great quarterback to begin with um, and very athletic and can make a lot of plays, but I feel like it's really sitting in the pocket going through his reads uh, will really take him to that next level, not just him, but our offense and our whole team. And just to kind of wrap things up here, obviously this offseason Louisville is looting a a bunch of bona fide stars in the offensive end. You lose Tutu Atwell, Desmond Patrick, you're two, one and two wide receivers. You lose JV and Hawkins. And going into next season, there's yet to be that go-to guy stand out yet or who is apparent to be that go, go-to guy. As the QB coach, uh, what goes into helping your QBs, like, like Malik Cunningham, try and develop rapport with some of their new targets, or maybe not new targets per se, but help them develop a deeper rapport with them so that they could potentially be that next go-to guy yeah you just you, you got to put in that work um we're not going to show up in atlanta september 6th on monday night on national tv and all of a sudden malik's going to have great timing with all of his receivers you know <laughs> um it's 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 work every single day um really from here on out and they've been doing that it's been a great off season so far um but it just goes back to putting in that work uh, that nobody sees none of the fans get none of the media sees it but you have to put in that work and our guys are doing that um, and I think it'll pay uh, dividends come the fall starting September 6th fantastic stuff Pete Thomas new Louisville football quarterbacks coach we've got one more question that's at non-Louisville football related here I'm sorry okay. I have to ask this because right. just digging into your background I had no idea that you were an arena football star and got to play for no, I, don't, I, I don't know about a star <laughs> hey, man. Man, but those numbers, I, about those, a star. I think was it 43 touchdowns six interceptions that's about as good as it gets right there but yeah I well you know you. arena league man you throw if you don't throw for eight touchdowns a game then you had a bad game so Tell me about that experience of playing for the Los Angeles Kiss. Matt and I were kind of joking around. That's got to be one of the most interesting branded uh, sports teams in the history of the United States. I'll tell you what, it was uh, it was a blast. It was a blast. It was basically right after college. I was in rookie minicamp with the Giants and Chargers and didn't stick and all that jazz and decide what I wanted to do. I was coaching at my high school. Um and then went up to this tryout with the L.A. Kiss. I was like, I'll try to play one year. So made the team and started playing stuff. And it was awesome. I mean, it's it was only an hour and a half, two hours away from my hometown. Um, it was a great time. It was a great four months. Um, but it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. I tell these guys here all the time. Like the first, first game, we go in the locker room at halftime. We come out and Kiss is literally playing a concert like at halftime at the – so the arena was like sold out, but they weren't there for the football. They were there, <laughs> you know, 
but they didn't have the makeup on anything like that. So it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. But uh, Gene Simmons always around. He was around probably every single game. So got a picture with him, obviously, and got to keep that one. So it was uh, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. But after that season is like, all right, I want to get on to my real career of coaching, not playing arena football until I'm 35. We still getting pumped up to party in the USA? Is that still the uh, That is a oh, great right. song. As a matter of fact, we were just listening to it in the staff room this morning, so that, that was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. Oh, but yeah, get hyped so, however you my can. My guys, uh, the, the other GAs and QCs on offense, they always laugh about that and bring up that video. So uh, it was pretty – Yeah, so uh, here's the message to Louisville fans. This season before games when ESPN and the network show the video of Coach Thomas getting hyped up, know that he was in the locker room listening to Party U in the USA to get to that it's level. It's been a while since I listened to Party USA to get pumped up. I'm more just a country music guy, so. <laughs> Fantastic stuff. Well, Coach, congratulations on the new position, and best of luck to you guys. Uh, you can get spring ball. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. You guys take care. Thank thanks, you so Thanks much. for joining us, Coach. Right. See you guys. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.